Yeah. Jerry Rafferty, huh? If you get it wrong, you get it right the next time. Good morning, folks. This is Jet Bexer coming to you live from 2095. And yes, it's been a few days since we've been back. And in reality, of course, everyone knows by now, this is author Keith R. Reese back in the saddle here in the comfy confines of Studio 1A. And it has some new decorations in here. <laughs> Got some wall decorations in my closet to get it a little more homey in here. Now, I know the first people that are listening to this are two people at home. And my mother, If before she decides to call me right now and want to wring my neck for coming back in this closet, <laughs> just relax. Uh, relax, Mom. <laughs> I'm just doing this for, for one special occasion. And I won't be back in here for another two weeks. Let's hope so. Because, yes, I, I am taking some time off, as the doctor has ordered. <laughs> doctor being mom. <laughs> but, yes, I am in here early in the morning once again. But for a very special reason. And today is August 24th. And uh, I'm sure... My two biggest supporters, my mom and dad, know why I'm sitting here, because of what day it is. Yes, they, they are my uh, grandest, I can't even think of the word right now, uh, my best, my greatest, my greatest inspiration for just about everything that I do and, and have done in my past 54 years and going forward been because of my parents. And uh, this is the best way I could say thank you to my mom and dad and to honor them and uh, help celebrate them today on their special, yet another fantastic milestone in their long and enduring and loving marriage. So what brings me in here? There was an old broadcaster, and it's ironic that I would bring up this today, as this past weekend I had a very good weekend with my daughter Izzy, Ella, as she would prefer me to call her. I, I'm starting to come around on that one. I, we, we made a deal. <laughs> I won't say what the deal was, but... Dad, me, myself, uh, am trying to acquiesce to her request to be calling her preferred nickname. So, Ella, I'm trying. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> but while we were spending last weekend together, we were walking through Walmart, of all places, and I, for some reason, began to tell her about an American icon named Paul Harvey. He said, who's Paul Harvey, Dad? Well, if you listen, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll keep the, the laughter down to a minimum, but I'm having such a good time with my Blue Yeti uh, that I just was chomping at the bit to come down and do this show, to do this episode for Mom and Dad. Yes, while we're walking through Walmart, I'm telling her about the great broadcaster, 
Paul Harvey. For many decades, I don't know how long he was in service as a radio broadcaster, Paul Harvey would come into American homes every day at noon for his noon update that lasted roughly 10, 12 minutes. And uh, along with his noon report, he would also do an afternoon segment called The Rest of the Story. And I believe that was maybe once a week, if not every day. But that was one of the things he did, telling stories about famous Americans or military heroes, uh, people that you would know who he's talking about, but he would leave out the one thing and what they're, that he would leave out the one thing until the very end, and that was the person's name. And that was one of his many popular segments, the rest of the story. And I think around the five o'clock hour, during the rush hour, they would also do a condensed version of his 12 o'clock show, and maybe a minute or two long. And I always look forward to that if I was ever in the car. But the reason I bring up Mr. Paul Harvey, not just because today is August 24th, is because of the purpose of this podcast, which you have now seen has been changed. It is no longer called Bexer in the Morning. I have decided over the last 10 days to change the name to simply Here is the News which is the name of the, the, the bumper music that you hear at the beginning. Well, not this morning. <laughs> not today. Today is a special day, so the music is different. But yes, the, the music that you will hear at the end of this podcast is the original song, Here is the News, from ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. And no, I'm not going to use that until hopefully one of these days would get permission from ELO, Jeff Lynn himself, to use it as bumper music. But until that, till then, we'll just use the music score composition from my friend in Wales, Miss Mansfield, or Mrs. I, I don't know, but she contacted me yesterday and said, where's the podcast? <laughs> and I'll have to cut out that laugh. That's not what she said, but she said, I've been looking forward to the other episodes. Where are they? Well, 10 days ago, I deleted them. But after 10 days of long and hard thought, you know, being, you know, that was noise outside. I'll have to cut that out. That was my thermostat coming on. Yes, I'm still in a closet. And the thermostat is right outside the door. But yes, uh, being a specialist in the cloud, you know, I'm not certified in AWS and Microsoft for nothing. So yes, I knew how to restore files <laughs> that had been deleted from the cloud. So I did restore them. They're back up there, but they're under the new title of Here is the News. But getting back to the purpose of this podcast, the example that I got from Mr. Paul Harvey was during his entire career was that he was a unifier. And that's what this country needs now, more than ever, I believe. No more division, but we need unification. We need to be unified, even if it's just for 10, 15 minutes a day. People need to stop and take a break 
and perhaps listen, listen to something that they enjoy or, or you know, find entertaining or humorous or even in, informative that will bring people back together around the dinner table, uh, the break room, and just enjoy themselves for a little while as a nation, a unified, united nation. I mean, that's a third of our name, you know, United States of America. And since we have the internet, we have satellite radio, this unity should be around the world. And I'm not just putting it on my shoulders. It's a call to everyone out there who wants to unify the world and this nation and try and put a stop to division. And as far as... <laughs> As far as auditions go, <laughs> if anybody wants to hear an audition, listen to episode four. Listen to this. Be it any radio station, you know, broadcaster, relevant radio, Catholic radio, satellite radio, doesn't matter to me. This is an audition. Listen to this, just like, you know, what Marvin Berry said back in Back to the Future <laughs> in 1985 when he's listening to Marty McFly play, you know, Johnny Be Good up on stage in 1955. <laughs> he calls his long-lost cousin and says, Hey, you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. The good Lord pretty much said, Use your voice, Keith. So, here I am. The next episode will be September 7th, and it will be a weekly podcast, and to mom's delight, much, much shorter. But now, you know, this is a special episode, and let's get right to it. Yes, Paul Harvey is an American icon, and one of the things that he did during his noon show was a segment called The Tournament of Roses. And this was to honor people around the country who had been married 50, 60 plus years. And if you had reached 60 years, then you most likely got your name mentioned on his program. And he didn't do the Tournament of Roses every day. It may have been once a week. But my parents, Rich and Claudia, if Paul Harvey had still been around, you know, he passed away back in 2008, I think, or nine, uh, they would have been mentioned on his program now for the last seven years. That is astounding to me in itself. Yes, today is their 60s. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> yes, today is mom and dad's. 66th anniversary. So congratulations, Mom and Dad. But there's more for me to say. <laughs> and I hope today is going to be a very special day for you. I'm sorry I can't be there to help you celebrate in person. But I know you'll be with family and friends and perhaps just a romantic dinner at night just for, for the two of you. And I hope that's the way it is. But what... What what makes a couple last this long in marriage? What's the secret? You know, that's what the young people ask. 
I didn't learn from their example. I, my marriage barely crossed 10 years. But that wasn't my mom and dad's fault, now was it? It was mine. And as I sit here at my new decoration hanging on the wall, which happens to be a laminated map of the island of Maui, and on one side and on the other side is, uh, you know, blow-ups of different villages around the island. And one of those villages that's blown up with the map here is the village of Lahaina. And so I think about not just my own honeymoon that happened on this island. I think about an island that I visited about six years ago called Nassau. Well, actually, Nassau is the name of the city. I think the name of the actual island is New Providence. But Nassau is where my mom and dad went for their honeymoon. 1957. I finally got to see that island six years ago. And yes, it's changed quite a bit since 1957, but I found it fascinating that I finally got to see the island that they saw when they were newlyweds. So what's the secret? And there goes my stomach growling. <laughs> this is a funny show. I'm already 12 minutes in, and, and I told Mom that the show was going to be shorter, and I would say about 10 minutes. That's the goal for Here is the News is 10 to 12 minutes, so I'll tell this one joke, and it came from a priest of all people, from a, in the last 10 days that where I've been resting, I should say, I've had a lot, a lot of encounters with the word irony. The priest that told this joke was a Franciscan, and he reminded me of two priests that I knew when I was at school at Louisiana Tech in Ruston, Louisiana, uh, that were also Franciscans. And what was unique about these two guys, Father Paul was the, the one that I got to know best, was that their seminary that they went to as priest was in Quincy, Illinois, where I was born, where my dad is from and all my siblings. Yeah, the Franciscans came from Quincy. And so did this priest here in Austin, back in my back before we I was even married, uh, at a church called Saint Albert the Great. And this is where he told this joke that lasted all these years. That you know you, you hear jokes from priests that during their homilies and yeah they're funny and hope I can remember that one and and you gen generally forget them. But this is the one joke from a priest that I remembered. And I'm going to take some water. One moment. And the other ironic thing about this priest at the time, and I don't even know if we were engaged yet, but my, my former spouse, we were living in the same apartment complex, but separate apartments. And those apartments were located on a street called Cedar Bend Drive. And what was ironic about that? My father had created a subdivision in Louisiana called Cedar Bend. So I always liked those apartments and the fact that I had one on the first floor and not the third, <laughs> that they were on the street called Cedar Bend. But while we were engaged, my former spouse and I would go to Mass at St. Albert the Great, and that's where we heard this joke about marriage. 
And he was talking about his own parents that had been married for more than 60 years. He said, well, how long, how did they accomplish this? And the basic theme of his homily was communication. That couples that last that long, you know, the old cliche, never go to bed, never go to bed without an unresolved dispute or an argument, you know, always make up before you go to bed. And then there's the old joke about the old joke about a lot of us never got much sleep because we never got our argument resolved. <laughs> but I don't think that was ever the case with my mom and dad. Uh, they still to this day uh, never go to bed angry. And any unresolved disputes, you know, they take care of that long before they go to bed now. <laughs> and I think uh, any misunderstanding now is because of the joke that I'm about to tell you. The priest, now keep in mind, he, the priest has never been married, so what would he know about marriage other than what he saw with his parents? So he told this joke about an old couple who was celebrating their anniversary you know, well in their 80s, maybe even in their 90s, and decided to have a quiet, romantic dinner on the evening of their anniversary. And since they were elderly and did not have any teeth, <laughs> they were just eating soup. And the husband, being the romantic guy that he has always been for 60-plus years, decided to tell his wife while they're eating very romantically, might, might I add, honey, you, over all these years, you are tried and true. And the woman just kept eating her soup and said, what? And again, he repeats it, you are tried and true. And she says again, while she's still eating and maybe a, trying to crumble a cracker or two, what did you say? And this goes back and forth for another three or four attempts by this poor old man just trying to be romantic with his wife. <laughs> and then finally, he just puts down his spoon and just says it and just yells it as loud as he can. You're tried and true. And the woman finally stops eating her soup, puts down her spoon and looks at her husband with a cockeyed look and just, just glares at him and says, I'm tired of you too. <laughs> By this time, the, the church is rolling with laughter and uh, didn't think, you know, where did that expression come from anyway, tried and true? <laughs> it had to, have been to a, had to have been from a couple that had been married a long time ago. But that, ju that, that joke is the one that stuck with me. And a Franciscan priest at St. Alfred the Great just down the road from Cedar Bend Drive. So, yes, um, we honor mom and dad today on August 24th. Congratulations on yet another milestone, mom and dad. I'm very proud of you and very happy to say that I'm your son <laughs> and that my mom and dad have been married for 66 years. And being August, uh, might as well get it out there. August is definitely a popular month for anniversaries, and I'm not ashamed to say that I was married in August as well. This Saturday will be another anniversary. <clears throat> Let me get some water. I cannot go off the air without mentioning 
another anniversary this Saturday. My nephew and his beautiful bride of six years now, who are also celebrating the recent birth of their, their son. Now they have two children, a boy and a girl. I'm very proud of them, too. Happy anniversary, Charles and Mary Garner, which will be their sixth. And then we don't stop there. <laughs> On Sunday will be the first anniversary for the newlywed couple. That is my niece and her very charming husband, Laura and James. And yes, they, they've gone through some very sad times in the last couple of weeks. And my heart goes out to James and his family, and of course, Laura too. But now they're turning the corner as well and looking forward to their first anniversary on Sunday, as I know they are. But the, the, the news, the good news doesn't stop there. This lovely couple is also awaiting the arrival of their first child. And I am, and, and me and Ella, Izzy, <laughs> Izzy, Ella and I are very excited uh, that their child is on their way and just jumping at the bit, you know, just excited to meet. Uh, their daughter, Elisa Ann, that will be arriving in November. So the holidays are going to be quite different in the Reese household up in Dallas, Texas. So we have a lot to look forward to. And there's anniversaries that we're celebrating right now, and then there's going to be a whole slew of birthdays in September and November and even December, including culminating with my father's 92nd birthday, so there's lots to celebrate this fall and winter. And I'm looking forward to it, and I'm also looking forward to continuing what I'm enjoying, I'm what I'm doing right now. And uh, just as a personal note, it was not the podcast that made me go downhill for a few days. It was just me. And now I've uh, Thanks to some healthy advice from none other than a priest. Thank you, Father Richard, for teaching me about time management. <laughs> you would think a, an engineer, a cloud engineer with two certifications would, would learn, and also 17 novels under his belt would learn how to manage time. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm studying hard, and we'll be back on September 7th with the next episode. So before we sign off, congratulations again, Mom and Dad. Happy 66th anniversary. I'm, I'm very happy for you and very proud of you. So for Jet Bexer, who is still recuperating, <laughs> I am Keith R. Reese bidding you Good day. What's that? Why are we using this version of the track? Alex, we, we went over this, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. Good day, folks. 
Take it back. 